Hi, I'm Tally. Hi, I'm Tony. And we're book lovers. Who are lazy? Hello. Hello. Hi. How are we doing, everyone? Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're enjoying Halloween. Have enjoyed Halloween. I have eaten lots of sweets. Are going to eat lots of sweets. I, yeah, I can't remember when this, <laughs> when this one will. Where in the timeline we are. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I think, I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe <laughs> this will come out just before Halloween. Ah, will it? I don't know, like, no, just after Halloween. Hi, hi, just after hi. Halloween. <laughs> I will apologise now. I'm just getting over a cold that has been with me for like a week now. So I'm very nasally and growl, gravelly? Gravelly, gravelly yeah. Gravelly, gravelly? What am I yeah. trying to say? Yeah, gravelly throat. Gravelly? Scritchy throat. <laughs> I also have a scritchy throat. Yeah, so... And my okay. usual sniffs. Because <laughs> as a person, I'm a sniffer, apparently. Mm. So today, we're going to do some indie, upcoming indie book releases. We're going to combine November and December, because I didn't have a great deal in November. This comes out on the 4th of November, if I'm right. looking at our calendar, right? So some of these have already come out. Exciting for times. you, For you guys. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why November's not a big book release month. Maybe, like, it's either spooky season, and then... Christmas? Yeah, maybe people just think we'll wait until after Christmas. Because I've got some on my list for, like, January. Yeah. So, yeah, September was a really big, mm-hmm. really big month for it. Why is September a big book month? Does anyone who knows about publishing, you can tell us. Because I don't yeah. I need to know that. Yeah, let us know. Why? Is it because it's the start of winter and people just, like, hibernating? Or start of school and people? Southern, wait, what hemisphere? Southern hemisphere. We're the the hemisphere where it's (laughs) autumn and winter now. (laughs) So we're all in, like, region? I mean, we don't check our analytics, so we don't know where all our listeners are from. Or if you're even listening. If you're even listening. (laughs) (laughs) We've got one in Japan, shout out to you. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, that's my friend Lottie. Hi, Lottie. (laughs) Hi, Lottie. We're now world famous. (laughs) We are international. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, so if you're in publishing, let us know. Why why September? Yeah, what's what's the September chat about? Mm, Maybe it's something I don't... I've got to be something late to back to school or something. Yeah, must be. In the States, like, new releases come out on a Tuesday, don't they? Which is really odd. I think that's like the new release day. Huh. I didn't know that. It feels like a weird day. And then I think in England it's like a Thursday. Well. Or Thursday evening or something. It's like the same with um, podcasts, social media, all of them. Your prime day is a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. She's like, I wouldn't have thought that. I would have thought like a weekend. Yeah. But I guess people have things to do on a weekend. But like this is recreational stuff. But then that podcast makes sense because people listen to it while they're at work. Yeah, or like or like just like doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But and social media, I guess you're doing that like before or after work. 
when you're like yeah. brain dead in the middle of the week from work like hump day and you're just like yeah but like new releases of like because tv shows do it too they do get middle of the week mm. which is really annoying for me because they'll release a new series and everyone's watched it except me yeah and i'm like i don't have time <laughs> well that's just my life because i ref- i don't have normal tv i don't yeah, have, like same. tv and as a general rule I think because of my mental state, I tend to only watch stuff when the whole series is out. Yeah. I also never watched the last episode of things. That's just weird. I know, but I looked it up and that is apparently uh, an anxiety slash depression thing. Like, so there's loads of series that I've just never watched the last episode. I have to know. I think that's for me. I can't, I can't handle not knowing. Some of them, I've just turned it off like halfway through the last episode. I was enjoying it, but I was like, no, I'm just um... (laughs) done. I will go back to it at some it point. It never ends. That's my joke. Don't, I'm never going watch back the to end. it. Yeah. Okay. But apparently that is like an anxiety thing. I don't. I'm just I, bit... I, it makes it, it that confuses me though because surely it's more anxiety yeah, driven me, to leave it. Just it's hanging. just like I just need to know, and that's all I'd be sitting there mm. thinking is like I need to like even series I've hated. I have to know how the end. Oh yeah. And I'll do it with books as well. I have to know how it ends, even when I've not enjoyed it. I don't want to read it. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone else. I'll do, I'll do it with everything. I have to know how it ends. But I'm a bit... I can be a bit of a control freak. Yeah. But not... Not for things that real <clears throat> people control. Like, weird shit. Like... <laughs> yeah. The end like the, the whole DNF argument. There's people that really are against it and can't do it. And I, then there's people that, like me, that are just like, nah. <laughs> I will doggedly pursue a series or a book for... I will do it, even when I'm not enjoying it. Mm. Only... I think there's only one or two like Game of Thrones, halfway oh. through. The never, first book. The no, the, the series. Oh, okay. I've got okay. to book like three. I think I've read book one and two. I have the series. I'm sure I will. Get no, to it's some not. Point, I didn't enjoy them. They're too long. Because I've got them sitting there, I feel like I should try, and then if I'm not going to read them, I should just get that shelf space because I could do it with the shelf space. Yeah, no, I I went to get rid of them. My dad wanted to read them, so I kept them. He's never read them. Mm. I think they're now in the loft. I think I picked them up for like twelve pounds at the works or something. Yeah, so. same. Yeah, I got things same set. But um, no, I got halfway through book three, and it's just like, it's not as sensational as the series. The series really like cuts down. Yeah, all of the dramatic uh, the series moments. I stopped watching because yeah, I know it was you did, too yeah. much. As I think we did a long whenever, rant about this. Whenever yeah. there's fantasy male authors, they have to write in a medieval time and it has to be violence against women. Mm-hmm. Fantasy doesn't have to be medieval England and you don't have to put violence against women in it just because it was a thing. You don't have to put it in your book. <laughs> your book's not historical. <laughs> yeah, and then but the thing is they added it to a lot of character storylines that don't have it in the books. Oh, that doesn't So the TV me. series added more of it, mm. especially Daenerys and Khal Drogo. Yeah. Their first encounter is actually a really loving I was so confused, because when I books. read the book, I was like, I really like these he two together. He doesn't do anything until she stops no. saying no. I really like them together, and then when I watched the show, I was like, this is disgusting, but I hate George it. George R. R. Martin was really angry about that yeah. rape scene, actually. They... I watched, I think it might have been three seasons, or I stopped during the third mm. season, and every season they had some sort of rape scene that I was like, why is this in it? Why? Why? And then it was just never dealt with. Yeah. Well, like the one with Cersei over her son's grave. Oh. Like, tomb. And that was... By really... her brother, and then the next episode, they're just besties again. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Well, they said she got overcome by passion. Nice. And that's why she did it. But I was like, mm, I'm not sure that came across in the acting. I stopped watching it when... This is going to be spoilers for Game of Thrones. But yeah, I think... Guys. I mean, I stopped watching it and I know exactly the whole last season. So yeah. <laughs> I think Game of Thrones is one of those ones you can't really avoid spoilers for. If you haven't watched it by now, it's because you don't want to. Yeah. So. Sansa, when she got married... Oh, yeah. Um, Ramsay Bolton, isn't and it? And the fact that it, the viewpoint was from Grey, whatever? Yeah, Fig, not hers. Alfie, yeah. Alfie Allen. Um, from his point of view... I was like, I feel like this is a turning point for him. And I was like, yeah. that makes me angry that they used that for, to make, give him a backbone. I'm not sure if that's what happened, but that's what it felt like the series was going down. And I was like, I'm done. Yeah, no, it got a lot of criticism for doing that. And like also doing the whole, like, Sansa saying it made her stronger. So that was what happened. They, so like later, someone they makes, used that in so many books. and The stuff. Hound makes comments to her, like, I heard you were broken in rough, little bird. Like, ugh. But obviously I'm just he was, vomiting a little he bit. He was her sorry. protector, yeah. to be fair. Like, he was her protector. Because he does go on to say, like, that wouldn't have happened if you'd gone with me. I'm oh. sorry, like, you should have gone with me. I would have kept you safe. But then she says, no, it's fine. Because if that hadn't happened, I would have stayed a little bird. And I actually got in a debate with my mum about this. Because I was like, to me, I don't like that. Because that's like, oh, it's fine that I was abused because it made me strong. And, like, all that kind of stuff. And I don't like it being used to give, like, a female character more edge or, like, to help them progress in their characterization. And they use that in so many TV and film and book. It's just across media. But mum was like, oh, no, it's just that she was, like, she was quite sheltered and naive. And like, but I, I was don't like, think mm. she overly was, though. Like, she may not have had sexual experience, but she wasn't sheltered what no. she went through, like... Well, by then she'd already like seen her dad beheaded. Yeah, been shown his head on a spike, like been betrothed to a horrible child. Yeah, did her wolf get killed? Yeah. Her wolf got her hers? wolf was killed. Yeah, yeah, lady, wasn't it? Yeah, and then she was forcibly married to someone else. Luckily, like obviously Tyrion doesn't do anything too. He's a bit of a gentleman about it, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's a cop out and it's lazy mm -hmm. writing. Yeah. So, anyway, that's why we're we... going to get into this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was a... Uh... I swear, we won't have a feminist brand in every episode. Oh, let's not lie. <laughs> <laughs> but we will, because especially reading fantasy, it's somewhat unavoidable. Yeah. Um, sometimes. Yeah, I really, really find that it's rare... Fantasy written by a man doesn't fall on some things like that. Especially that make me high curious. fantasy. High fantasy from a certain time that it seemed to be the only fantasy that was written, and that was yeah. Yeah, I think the only fantasy author who doesn't fall back on that is like Terry Pratchett, which is why we he's oh he is our yeah, golden he's a boy. Babe, yeah. Him and Lee Bardugo, there we will protect them and cherish them. Mm. <laughs> Forever and ever. <laughs> Amen. As the unproblematic <laughs> fantasy writers. Don't let us down, Lee Bardugo. Terry Pratchett's dead. He can't do anything. Yeah, unless, like, some diaries are uprooted where the show was a massive racist or something. No. Please don't find those diaries. Just burn them. No, we don't need to know. <laughs> Keep him the pure soul that yeah, he was. He needs to be, please. <laughs> Back to the indie books. So we've got some indie books coming out. <laughs> <laughs> 
dear. You would think, Natalie and I haven't spoken, but we speak regularly via WhatsApp all week. And we've actually <laughs> been, been together for three hours this morning when we should have been recording, just yep. talking. Yeah. So, who would know? <laughs> <laughs> this is just our lives. They'll never know. <laughs> right. I haven't actually read the synopsis. Wait, we worked out the difference. I'm not going to ask you the difference again, oh actually. God, no. I haven't read the... Synopsis. Synopsis. Because the blurb is what publishers get. I okay, lovely. For these, since I saved them, we'll yep. experience them together. I'm going to turn my laptop so you can't see the covers, because I'm going to try and gonna, explain them to yeah, you Yeah, we'll describe it for the people. Um, so the first one... I'm really disappointed that this is... I'm going to do them in date order. Okay. So this will have already come out by the time you hear this episode. I'm really disappointed this comes out on the 1st of November. Because it's called The Christmas Breakdown. Okay. And I feel like it should come out in December. Yeah. And so it's by Lisa Marie Cade. The cover shows a topless man. Okay. Who clearly (laughs) has never missed gym day. Um, and he's got like a little, a little Santa hat and a little Santa waistcoat, and he's opening it to show his. He's showing that he has some muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it should have come out in December. What are you doing, Lisa Marie? I mean, you do you. Maybe you do to you, give babe. people more time, more publicity. I it's seventy-one pages. I feel like it could have come out in December. Oh, okay. But she also has a very big back catalogue. I think she maybe has a a book come out every month or something, looking at her. Go on, Lisa Marie. Yeah, she is on it. This says, what happens when you're stranded on the side of the road and a shirtless Santa shows up to rescue you? (laughs) (laughs) Which is the book cover. You go back to his house and hope he doesn't murder you. I was literally thinking that. <laughs> I was like, I hope he doesn't kill me. What's the worst that could happen? It's just for one night or so I thought. I don't think this is going to go down a murder route. I think it's going to go down a sex route. But like... <laughs> is it going to be like sexy Santa, like <laughs> kink play? Like what the hell? I'm so curious about all that it says about it. <laughs> and um, I'm assuming it's not a... Um, keep her in the basement and murder her kind of vibe yeah <laughs> that's not the vibe I of her other books by the looks of it yeah so that's called the christmas breakdown as always all of these books will be saved on a wish list which is on our link tree on instagram do not buy books from that wish list because you will they send will go them to, to me <laughs> they're just there so that you can click on them and buy them for yourself yeah you're welcome to send me books I mean, yeah. that's not what it's there for no <laughs> And if you buy a book off that list, it will disappear and no one else will be able to find it. Oh, yeah. And then how can you go and look at the cover of Christmas Breakdown? I'm going to close it now because I keep staring at it. (laughs) (laughs) Was that the silent moment then? Was you just staring at the (laughs) map? She might buy your book, but just for the picture. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't want the Kindle version. I want a physical Right. So another <laughs> bit. <laughs> another book <laughs> coming out on the first of November is the second in a series. So I'm okay. going to look at the first book. It's by Angela J. Ford, and it's called Tower Nights series. 
I think it's a little bit of a different vibe to Topless Santa. Um, so the book coming out is the second one. It's called Song of the Dawn, a gothic romance. I always love it when it's a song something. You always know that's a good one. Oh, my God. When they just have those names that are like a blah, blah, or a blah. Yes, yes. Yeah. You just know. You know it's a fantasy written by a woman. Yep. Yeah. Because they write what we want. They know what we're going to pick up. <laughs> um, Like that... What one did I say to you earlier that I picked up from Kindle? Oh, I don't know. We uh, Wrath through... of Dawn or something like that, and I picked it up because it had that name. A Song of Race and Ruin? Yeah, I think that was it. I don't know. We went through, before we started this, she went and looked at because um, it's been a while since Natalie's been in my house in person. Yeah. Panoramic. <laughs> so she went and looked at my whole bookshelf, and we like moved the many layers that block all the books because we're double <laughs> i'm double stacked on about double parked yo. yeah <laughs> more than half of the shelves now mm. and they're really big ikea shelves as well like the big billy bookcases <laughs> we love to see it you know not sponsored but ikea if you want to get me more billy bookcases i will happily because <laughs> i love them and i want yeah, more so they physically well. physically no more space in this room Hey, why are they... Do you choose where the shelves go? Oh, yeah, there's little holes for them. I was wondering why they didn't all match. Yeah, I have moved them all around before. Like, previous times when I've reorganised my bookshelf, I've taken the pegs out and, like, moved the shelves. Yeah, depending on which books you want on what um, shelf for. However, the last time I screwed them back in, I screwed them back in too tight. Oh, so they just live that way now? Yeah, and then there's one... So two of them I put together myself, because girl boss, and then one my dad put together. The, you, the one with the top... That's missing its lip. No, it's the just the wrong way round. Oh, that was the one put together by my father, the engineer, by the way. <laughs> I couldn't follow the IKEA yeah. instructions. <laughs> um, but he also, for some reason, glues IKEA furniture. He doesn't trust the screws. So, <laughs> so that one is glued in place. <laughs> so way it's just a continual source of irritation for me. The, I just that it's that the rough like, side of the lip and it annoys me so much and I can't do anything about it. You'll have to task your dad with finding like the lamination that matches and lipping it. That would never happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is why the other two were built by me because they sat downstairs in flat pack for quite some time before I built them. Well, I've got to say, you did a really good job. Well, it's I mean, Jason did well. help me with one of them. My friend Jason. Okay, but, but there's the other no one, rough edges, so... The other one I did all by myself. There's one of these, the other two, was done all by myself. And I did. I put it together downstairs. You put on your big girl pants. Yeah. Mm. Put it together downstairs. Then I had to <laughs> carry a six-foot bookcase up the stairs by myself. Because <laughs> you were girl bossing. I also did that. I mean, this is just my personality. I also did that at 2am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds and right. And carried right. it up the stairs at 2am and woke no one up. Your DVD is that the same? It's the same range, isn't yes. it? Yes, I like that. It's like a Billy Billy bookcase, but DVD rack. Uh, the first book in this series. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry, so sorry. <laughs> Can we repeat who the author is? Because we just went on a massive tangent. So Angela J Ford. Yep. She's got a series called Tower Nights. Yep. <laughs> the second one comes out on the first of November. It's called Song of the Dawn. Yep. We got Hence our tangent. Back there at the end. I won't look into it because it's a second in a series. So we'll talk about the first in a series. It's okay. called Music of the Night. That's like um, Phantom the Opera. Yeah, so it looks a little bit like that. It's Phantom of the Opera <laughs> meets Beauty and the Beast in this gothic-inspired dark fantasy romance. 
Okay. Okay, but it does say at the bottom, Music of the Night is a complete standalone novel. <laughs> but it's actually a series of three. She obviously decided to write yeah. more to it. This came out in February and then she was obviously... Oh. And then they were obviously like, I've got more to tell. So, yeah, yeah no, there's two coming out. So this one, A Haunted Tower, A Mysterious Instructor and the Lure of the Music of the Night. After the death of her father, Aria is left penniless and destitute. To avoid working the streets, she becomes the ward of a count and moves to a remote town called Hightower. Hightower is a gloomy place with one vivid attraction, the theatre. Lords and ladies come from afar to be seduced by a night of unforgettable entertainment. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more. I won't read it all, but then it ends on what she doesn't know is that a haunted instructor intends to use her for his own purposes. Bum, bum, bum. What's that? It's a really classic horror book where he, she gets trapped in a castle and she marries a man and then there's like all the other dead wives in the basement. I feel like it's like a Byron or something. Like really classic. I have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds my vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels I'm just like. like we literally went around about how we don't know women being used, and then I'm like, that sounds like a book on. <laughs> Yeah, like... No consistency in my like, book reading. really poor families. And he, like, decides to marry her. And, like, she's, like, young, poor girl who's a virgin. Mm. And then he brings her back and there's, like, a whole scene. But I might be confusing that with a retelling. Because there's an original and then there's a retelling that ah. I've read. And I might have... I might be complete nonsense. But there is, there is a classic. But if not, write this book for me, don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sold. There is a classic where she's, like, married and it's fine. Like, And then she starts to get suspicious about all his other wives have died. She ends up finding a basement of where oh, they were all... Well, not like a basement, cool. like a... What's the castle version of a basement? A cellar? Dungeon. Dungeon. Yeah. Something like But that. not like a sex dungeon. No. It's like his murder dungeon. <laughs> Two different vibes. <laughs> Both um, involve um, restraints. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've just ruined your like book again. It's an author. I've tangented twice on you. I'm so sorry. I've had quite a we week. We had too much coffee, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired and I've had a lot of coffee. So it's just like a, a whole thing right now. <clears throat> Very sorry. Your book sounds lovely, despite the fact I have tangented twice on it. I don't know. Shall I? I'm going to have a little skim of the second synopsis. Yeah. Just I mean, clearly it does remind me of a lot of literature. So you've done a good job. Oh, so actually... Oh, oh, this follows different characters. Okay. And then it says, this is a complete standalone novel. So they're all in the same town, maybe, but different characters. Oh, here for it. So mm. actually, I'm going to describe the first book and then I'm going to loop back around to the second book then because it's okay. I'm glad I looked that up. Mm. So the cover shows... So it's a woman standing facing us. She's got like a period white dress with like all the floofy, floofy sleeves. Yeah. And behind her is a man who has like half a mask, yeah. Phantom of the Opera style. And he's got his arm round her neck. I like the way I'm acting it out. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks all smouldery and sexy. And if I saw this on the shelf, I would pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, so would I based on that. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to do the second book, because actually I could have just done this. But instead, we're talking about two of your books, Angela J. Ford. You got a two for one. Yeah. And I discovered you on TikTok, which is where I discover all these indie authors. So 
You did some good marketing for me to grab your book. Um, <laughs> I put out on TikTok, another tangent, on TikTok, I put out videos where I'm like, hey, if you've got a release coming out in this yeah, month, let me know. Because there wasn't many for November, I actually just did a search of November releases. Yeah. So some of these, you just literally had a video that grabbed my attention. So good marketing on yeah, a lot of these Yeah, we did some free marketing for you. Mm. This one is called Song of the Dawn. And it says, a haunted inn, a magical violin, an intriguing innkeeper. Get ready for a smouldering romance you'll want to devour in one sitting. Legend tells of a sacred land shrouded by the obscure, where the barrier between worlds is thin, and strange things happen without rhyme or reason. Mila, a budding violinist, is unaware of these myths when she accepts a job at a remote inn called The Dawn. Like you do. Yeah. Awed by the atmospheric location, Mila begins work, only to discover nothing is as it seems. Haunted by unsettling visages, vis, vis, visages. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious disappearances and the lure of a magical song, Mila takes it upon herself to unravel the secrets of the inn and its handsome innkeeper. <laughs> He's the harbourer of darkness, and standing by his side is a dangerous choice between life and something much worse than death. This book contains mature scenes. Yeah, I bet it does. So the front cover of this shows a couple, male and female, sort of holding each other, looking almost like they might kiss in their period outfits. The woman has purple hair, which is beautiful. And can I just say, the women on both of these covers, and presumably the third book in the series, let me see if there's a cover for that one. Yeah, it's not a cover yet. The third mm. book is called Lured by the Dark. Ooh. The women on it are black women and they look stunning. And oh, that's I really want to unusual see more to get these that. kind of novels with. They just look so beautiful. Yes. And I am definitely here for that. Thank you very much. Both of these I would pick up. You don't usually get a lot of diversity in those kind of romance novels, do you, as well? No, and... I think I might have seen this author on TikTok, actually. Yeah. Because I remember her saying, like... I've got a diverse yeah, characters. I think, I yeah, think that's, that's why, I think that's why I've up. seen it. Yeah, because she was like, diverse characters. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> so the next one comes out August next year. So I'm not going to delve into okay. it. But let me just read the little bit about it. Because I'll obviously repeat it next year. Yeah. Tales call him the Piper, an immortal being, a trickster, with a black heart set on revenge. Lord by the dusk. I love that there's. it's already up on Kindle for pre-order. It's already got a full mm, synopsis. I love that. Like, and this is this is um, obviously this is our indie episode. I was about to ask if this is independently published. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is our indie episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's very very organised as a I know, indie right? person. I love your stuff. this. This is yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It's like A. K. Mulford. The high mountain court. Yeah. There's going to be like six of them. She's already planned them all out and given us the dates for them going into 2022. Oh, wow. Not same worlds, different characters. Yeah. They're standalone. And there's also like novellas in between and stuff. The second one's just come out now. But I, li- I like that as well because it's also like, also you know, at that point, they know they can make a clearer career out of this. Mm. Just be able to guarantee those dates. I'm like, yeah. yes, you. Th- I really like that as well because it means they're doing well. Yeah, yeah. So the second one is called like the Witch's Blade, I think, and it's out. It came out this month. Or oh, okay. Something. I only just bought High Mountain Court. To be fair, mm-hmm. like the other week. 
had a treat yourself moment and bought like four indies. Yeah, so I'm looking at Tony's shelf. She's got Torn by Jasmine Watson, which we mentioned. Yeah, I think these Court, are all mentioned in our episodes. Yeah, The Flames of Albion by Jean Menzies and The Atlas Six by... Yep. <laughs> yeah, you talked about it enough. <laughs> Listen to the previous episode where I realised I was saying her name wrong this whole time. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if this is true. I was watching a live on TikTok with Drea Reed, who, if you're not following, please follow her, everyone. And I can't remember who she had on it with her. And they were talking about The Atlas Six. So it's getting re-released, like, properly... Not properly published, but being published by a... A publishing house. A publishing house, yeah. Yeah. Because it's done so well. But the artwork on the cover of this, which I love... Yeah. Apparently, she took that from someone oh she doesn't have the rights to it no oh no which so has made me really it. sad because i've not but read the book the artwork, yet but i love the artwork and I've, i just feel like that's a bad start well that's sad and that makes me sad i mean that's i mean it's understandable because if you're doing like your first book you're not ex- I mean, to be fair like no matter how competent you are in your writing you don't know if it's going to do well you don't want to spend yeah. hundreds on cover art so i can see that being like a an easy early stage of error to make yeah but that's a shame I, I mean they'll get an artist to do something similar yes just, yeah it can't be exactly the same i just clearly. it makes me feel sad for the person whose artwork it is as well because so mm. many people have obviously picked this up and love it and then and probably like me have been talking about how wonderful the yeah the artwork yeah is, yeah the next one comes out on the 8th of november and this is called bite back Library of the Teeth, book one. Okay. Which is a very interesting uh, name. Werewolves? Vampires? None of that? Vampires. Ah, there we go. <laughs> I was like, which one is it? <laughs> so this is by Molly Likovich. I'm very sorry if I pronounced that wrong. If you've listened to any of our podcast, you know that I can't read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> names are just like... That is, I, that I is my point. In the moment I when can't. you're live and having to pronounce them, it's just too much. <laughs> I remember, like, when I first started doing, like, actually talking in TikTok videos, I would look up how to pronounce the names beforehand. Yeah. But now I'm just like, oh, fuck it. We have so many books per episode as well, like, yeah. that we and discuss. Then, and then I, like, when I was doing, like, some translated uh, reviews and I looked up how to pronounce the name so many times that I then started doubting I'd even heard it right and now I'm just like I'm sorry I'm just butchering your names apologies (laughs) (laughs) this is a sensual plunge and worship (laughs) of ancient creatures that thrills the mind and races the beatings of the heart that is a uh, a quote so yeah Henrietta Henry for short I like that Richards is just trying to make it through her senior year at the prestigious and pretentious Davidson College, but her plans are thrown way off course when she meets Dorian. Dorian is handsome, alluring, and almost as smart as she is, and there are only two problems. One, he is her new classics professor. Cheeky. And two, he's a centuries-old vampire who wants Henry to join him and his lovers in eternal life. Okay, I'm like just going to say, yeah. there's two elements in that that I hate in books. So, okay. professor and student, the power imbalance is wrong. Yeah. The super, super older vampire or eternal creature and a young yeah. person. I'm going to read this book. 
hundred percent will read it. Um, I I say I hate these things. <laughs> if you if you look at my fan fiction history, <laughs> like, lots of feminist in actual reading. We're allowed to be like this, right? I'm allowed to be. In- anti anything that's anti feminist, but at the same time, I'm allowed to enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> like I still read Twilight, and I still appreciate it, even though I know it's I, wrong. It's still, like, yeah, my preferred reading dynamic. <laughs> I mean, do I love alternative universe <laughs> fan fictions where Loki is a professor? Yes, I do. <laughs> and I, I enjoy. The vampire fiction. <laughs> and it's always like a centuries-old dude and a woman. It's never oh. the other way around. <laughs> and I'm always like, romance. Like, he's lived a thousand years, but she's her soulmate. <laughs> she's the one. <laughs> <laughs> that 15-year-old girl is the one. She is so sexy, y'all. <laughs> so, I do enjoy it. I'm just going to... I'm going to come back to your book, I promise. Yesterday, when I was washing up, I randomly remembered this fan fiction I read on Tumblr. Oh, God. (laughs) And I really wish I remembered what it was called because I want to see if there's more chapters to it because I loved it. Yeah. It was based in a university called Hogwarts and it was like an alternative (laughs) reality, alternative universe. And all of the professors were the Weasleys. (laughs) And your name, your name, um, was the new TA for George Weasley. Oh, God. And I loved it. <laughs> so I will say that I hate these things, but I will actively read them. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, I think if anyone who grew up with Twilight era um, fiction, yeah. do. <laughs> I'm allowed to critique it whilst we, enjoying we, it. You can acknowledge something's a bit problematic but not like necessarily so harmful that it's like you shouldn't talk about it mm. like it's fine to read if anyone's read that uh, fan fiction and knows where i can find it please let me know <laughs> <laughs> i came across it on tumblr maybe it's on wattpad or um, something like that um yes <laughs> gotta have some historic tumblr wattpad readers yeah i don't go on wattpad now because i'm all about archive of our own well wattpad's <laughs> The rights for the writers are a bit dodge, which is why I've never posted anything in there. Archive of Our Own is the best one. Mm. Because, firstly, it's run by women. Wattpad's run by men, I believe, and they wanted to monetize it. Yeah. But as most fan fiction is written by women, that's just a fact, women were like, no, you're not going to come and monetize our our hard work. Yeah, I think a lot of people were making decent livings from ads Mm. on there though so archive of our own is entirely charity run and each year they ask for donations and they ask for they say that and they need like forty two thousand dollars or something to keep it running and keep it free and ad free and each year they get like a hundred and fifty thousand donated or something like that that's good the wait list i've never heard of it for some reason ao3 you, yes, yeah. I have heard yeah. of it. Right, okay. Um, sign up because you join a wait list and it takes about eight weeks before they get round to you. Okay. So sign up. And then I can send you some <laughs> I don't need I don't need more to read. <laughs> You're sitting next to my T V red. I can send you some really good Ramoni stuff and oh God. Some Loki stuff. <laughs> 
Oh, all the young dudes is on there. I don't think I've heard of it. <gasps> you have Sorry. heard of it. All the young dudes. Yeah. The very, very long and completed fan fiction about the Marauders. No. Oh, and it's basically, it's, it's fanon now. That's just okay. a fact. Yeah, so, no, I've literally never, never uh, got into fanfiction. I don't know why, I've got nothing against it. I've just no. never, never got into that world of it. Um, I was on the other sites where you write, write your own stuff. Yeah, I used to write Harry Potter fanfiction. I didn't even write fanfiction, I, I was just writing like my own stories and oh, posting yeah. them on like weird corners. Like deviant art. Oh yeah. I'm sure there's somewhere in the depths of the internet it's my deviant art. Oh, oh my okay. god. Love I need to it. find that and delete it to be fair. <laughs> that was the one good thing about like MySpace because they just deleted everything off it, so Oh okay. I'm safe. But yeah, anyone that like cosplays the Marauders era are generally cosplaying as the characters from that fanfiction. Oh, okay. And people get it get it printed and bound like as a four book series. Interesting. And it looks really good. Yeah. Hi, Molly. So your book, Fight Back. <laughs> I'm really sorry if you dislike Harry Potter because we've just gone on a bit of a Harry Potter run. Neither of us agree with She Who Shall Not Be Named, just to yeah, make it clear. Yeah, we've talked about that enough, but yeah. But just in case it's your first episode. <laughs> yeah, Vampires. <laughs> Secret Society. Yep. I guess Dark Academia vibes because it's out of college. Yep. Sounds good. The cover is serious Dark Academia. Okay. So it's got like a little pencil sketch of, it's like, it's one of those like classic statues like a bust of a woman kind of thing like a okay. greek style statue yeah, yeah and then it's like got black and red kind of paint around it so it's like hidden a little bit okay you need to look up this cover to really i can't really explain it if i'm honest i'm doing a terrible oh job. okay yeah no that is hard to can explain, you explain yeah. it better do you think so it's kind of like white and red and black like splotchy paint but it's kind of meant to look like blood i reckon yeah. and then in the white is the silhouette of this like greek silhouette of a woman yeah yeah look it up it looks really nice it looks very yeah wow. dark academia meets vampire definitely <laughs> on the honest, vibe yeah. of like you've done a good job it's on brand consistency <laughs> definitely so next one is it comes out on the 16th of november it's called lady of the primordial tree and it's from the Divinity Chronicles, and it's book one, by Daniela A. Mira. I'm actually reading an arc of this at the minute. Oh, okay. I'm about halfway through. Oh, yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> I was so excited when it came up. <laughs> and she's just released the cover for book two, and it looks beautiful. So the book cover, oh, it's kind of, it's a hard one to explain. So it's like a black book cover. It's got like a gold border around it. Yeah. And in the corner is like a shining little symbol of a tree. And then in the middle of the, it says like Lady of the Primordial Tree. And then it's got a shining tree in gold. And then oh, I love black and it's gold just really, really good. Oh, very pretty. It's all glowy. So I'm about halfway through this book and I am devouring Is that it. as like a beta reader? No, it's an arc. Oh, okay. Yes, I will be doing the review, obviously way before the 16th. I'll probably be doing the review this weekend because I just love it. I'll read a little bit of this, but we'll see if this is what I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so abandonment, that has been the theme of Sophia's life. She is the granddaughter of the two most powerful matriarchs on the northern continent and has been blessed with unique abilities to wield divine powers. Her mother, Elisa, desperately sought to hide her daughter's gifts from the Grand Empress, but was killed by her husband's horrific winged beasts. 
antagonised by the decision to continue devoting herself to the rules she'd known her whole life or move on, she finds herself in an uncomfortable space in between both options. So, okay. Sophia grows up in a, a healing house, which is run by, it's a matriarchal house. Yeah. Women are revered, they often have magical powers, healing powers, etc. like yeah. that. And Sophia, uh, her dad, she doesn't know him, but she knows that her mum left the healing house when she fell in love with him. They don't okay. leave the healing house, they stay there, so they don't meet men. Okay. Her mum left, like, left the house for some reason, met this man, fell in love, Yeah. went to live with him, and then it turned out that he was abusive. Oh, okay. So when she found out she was pregnant, she escaped back to the healing house, which is where Sophia grew up. Sophia leaves the house because she hears someone calling for help in the forest where it's based. And because of that, her mum is killed because of a decision she makes. So then she she is kicked out of the house, basically, and she has to hide her magical powers. Oh, I like that. And what I've read so far is really, really good. I was thinking about this the other night when I was reading it. It's it's like a really kind of... Uh, th- this isn't a negative thing. It's like an easy read. It's like the writing style is really like smooth. I yeah, know, I just can't... You can just... It doesn't require too much brain power, but not boring. Yeah, it's yeah. just... It's really, really beautiful writing. Yeah. And I just find myself like... I... No, those are usually my favourite books. I... When it just Got, kind of flows. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I fell into the universe. Like, within two pages, I was like, I'm here. Yeah, like, when you I like, can... don't feel like you're reading because it flows that easy. Because you're not jarred by, like, the reading. No. Of it. Yeah. You're really, like, living it. Like, your senses are in there. You're just flipping through the pages yeah. without even realising it. It's the first book I've read by this author, and I love, 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 love it. So far, I haven't Yeah, they're usually it, but... my favourite books. The ones like that that just yeah. flow, and you're just, like, just in the words. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's such a good book so far. Comes out on the 16th of November. Much exciting. So there's another one. So when I found this on TikTok, the author shared it in September and said this will be coming out in November. Now, I've looked at it. There's not actually any date on it. So I don't know if she's still releasing it in November, but I'll mention it. Okay. So this is by Catherine Hatchett, and it's called The Last of the Lost. It's got like a subtitle of Who Are You When All You Know Is A Lie. Okay. And it says, The war has been raging for years in the north of Headley between the humans and the Fae, leaving countless orphans and misplaced children. But what happens when one of those children discovers the truth of their past and sets about putting it right? Fern thinks she knows who she is, but soon finds out not everything you were told as a child is true, especially when others believe that they are acting in your interest. I mean... Oh, fairies. I love a bit of fairy stuff. So many books mm. that are like, the child's been lied to, they've secretly got magic or whatever. They're good books. <laughs> oh, also, that feels like Chosen One vibes without being Chosen One yeah. toxic-y as yeah. well. Yeah, which definitely. Which is what I need. <laughs> I need that in my life. And the cover... The cover's got like a green colour palette. It shows a... Like a, a mansion in the background. Mm. It's kind of in the green fog and there's a few trees down the side and then in the middle is the back of a lady with a red cape and she's pulling a sword out of her back like from the thing on her back oh nice looks good 
looks like she's about to do some warrior warrioring I like that yes as I said I don't know when that comes out unfortunately it actually says currently unavailable on um, Amazon so yeah I don't know she mentioned Hopefully it on TikTok so we've seen it yeah but the, she's not done a TikTok since so maybe she's just having a bit of trouble with it or something but there we go right so we've got one more in November but then there's also a potential two coming out in November but they're not on Amazon yet but okay. I will mention them this is by E.S. Barrison. Okay. Um, I watched your video on TikTok a few times to work out how to pronounce the title of the book. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do our best. So I'm going to show it to Tony and ask her to make Tony it. say it. Pocaccia? Thank you. Okay. Is, is that a bread as yeah. well? Pocaccia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know... Um, just doing our best guys <laughs> so this is um part of a fairy tale retelling collection so the first They're right up your street yeah oh hang on a minute oh i have the first book <laughs> i picked it up because the cover looked really good and i haven't read it the first book's called tuppence and i thought the cover looked really good so i picked it up oh my god well i'm gonna read that before your next book comes out then I think they're single. Okay. I don't think they um follow on. They're just all kind of fairy tale books. This series is called the Unsought Fairy Tale Collection. Okay. First one's called Tuppence, guys. Look at the cover. It was really <laughs> impressive. It, <laughs> I picked it up. <laughs> so this one, I'm assuming gingerbread kind of vibes with the name. Okay. It's like a cooking thing. Hey. So it says a baker, some magic, and a bit of gingerbread. Yeah, gingerbread vibes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> After her father passes away, Focaccia? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's a name. <laughs> if it wasn't the name of a it's character, I would have known how to names. <laughs> He's left in charge of his bakery in the woods. With no one else to help her, she grows overwhelmed, only to unlock the magic hidden in her baking. With the newly made home of gingerbread, Focaccia falls into a rhythm of nonchalance. Non nonchalance. <laughs> <laughs> These people are really trying to get you today, aren't they? Why? <laughs> Just write nonchalance. <laughs> write synopses for stupid people. One day, when a young man and a woman come to visit, she finds her true calling to bake children. Of course. I'm assuming... Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but I'm assuming not actually. So, retelling of Hansel and Gretel with yeah. a touch of Frankenstein. So, the cover is... Obviously, you probably saw a little bit of it when I was asking you <laughs> oh my god it's like a red colour palette it's like a uh, you know like a illustrated kind of vibe and it's got the silhouette of a lady facing a gingerbread house it looks cute I'm going to show you the other cover because the one probably... that that you bought oh I like the that. other cover's got like green vibes firstly green is my favourite colour so if you have green on your book cover I will definitely be vibing towards it and this one is inspired by Grim Fairy Tale One Eye, Two Eyes and Three Eyes with a touch of Cinderella. I picked it up. Yeah. It's on my library. Yeah. <laughs> a farm girl, a goat and a song that will change her life. I mean, that sounds cute. Yep. On it. On it. <laughs> that comes out on the 30th of November. Tuppence is already out. It looks cute. Damn, um, November done. <laughs> there's an author. I don't know if you follow her on TikTok called Stephanie Rose. 
so she has a book already out called Carnivorous Cupid. I've recently finished it. Okay. Because I'm beta reading the second book, so I had to... Oh, yeah. And I've just been terrible and not done the review yet. Apologies, Stephanie. And I think the second book is due to come out in November. Okay. And the second book, part of the Angry Greek Gods series. And I think there's going to be about six books in this series. I think. Um... I'll tell you about the first one, mm. and then the second one. I'm, th- I feel like she said, the end of November. I'm fairly confident it's coming out in November. Okay. So, the carnivorous Cupid. It's this is what it's about. So Eros, also known as Cupid, Greek god of love and sexual desire, sometimes depicted as an adorable chubby little boy with wings carrying a bow and arrows, yep. flying around merrily, making everyone fall in love. That's not Eros. Not anymore. Eros is mad. He's all grown up now and he's on a mission to provoke chaos, starting with humans. Instead of producing love, his arrows now produce hunger, actual hunger, cannibalistic, beastly, monstrous hunger. Ooh, Mm. I like that. Yeah, so it follows a little bit of him, but it mostly follows his mum, Aphrodite, as she is sent to Earth by Zeus to find out what the bloody hell her son's doing. Because people start ripping each other's hearts out and eating them. So that reminds yeah. me of like a supernatural episode. Oh, really? Where there's the one where they're, they're using people's like desires. Mm. And one was like, there was two people who both were saving themselves to a marriage, both of them. Mm. And then they eat each other. Ah. Oh. Like as part of like the enhanced desire type oh, thing. That's cool. I can't remember what episode that was or what anything. Just, that's just what it reminds me of. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit gory. It's mm. really fun. It's like quite a kind of um, a crime element to it. Okay. So like Aphrodite teams up with a guy who works for like the FBI or something like that. Oh, I like that. And he that. like his his magic to think that she's just a another agent or whatever. Yeah. And she's just been teamed up with him. So it follows like them trying to investigate the crime. His Lucas is the uh, agent guy. He's just investigating a crime. He can't work out. He's like, people must yeah. be like drugged or whatever to do this. Yeah. She obviously knows what's happening. She doesn't have any of her powers. Like Zeus took the powers off her when she went down to Earth. Oh, okay. But, but the son has the powers still. The son okay. still has his powers. But she still occasionally, if she brushes against Lucas, he gets his uncontrollable desire towards her because she's Aphrodite. Yeah. And then it has small little chapters of Eros's point of view as well. Oh, interesting. It's okay. really, really fun. I'm reading a second one as a beta read, and the second one picks up from the end of the first okay. book. So I really recommend. Yeah, I've got loads of these like Greek retellings that are coming out. I've been buying the books, <sighs> yeah. just haven't gotten around to reading them. Yeah. But there is, seems to be like on a bit of a trend at the moment. Yeah. You know, I was saying that I was attempting a buddy read thing with my friend Roxy. Yeah. Shout out to Roxy. Hey, Roxy. And I've just been really shit at finishing the books. One of them was Law. Yeah. I'm sorry, I've still not finished it, Roxy. <laughs> and the second one was Neon Gods, which I just DNF'd. I was like, nope. Did you have Cersei as well? Cer- whatever that one is. I've read Cersei, yeah. Oh, okay. I want to read Song of Achilles. Yes, you can see that. That's next on your list or whatever, Yes, isn't it? it is. But the real world has been really doing me a turn mm. the last couple of weeks. So I haven't read much this month. Compared to last month where I did so well. Yeah, I don't this, know what happened this, this month. This month I had so 
I had like this big list of horror books I was going to read. Yeah. I was so excited. I've read almost nothing. That's why I feel awful because I've got this month. I had loads of Ark and Beta reads or slash I had loads end of, of last really month. Really good books. I was looking them. forward to getting into, but yeah. like yeah, real life has just been just been a lot. Mm. Definitely. But no, Song of Achilles is next. And I think that concludes my thread of sad books and mm. <laughs> that I've been going yeah, through. Yeah, I had like a bit of a list of sad books. I had a bit of a break with Gilded Ones, and then I'm back on it. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, that's a list of ten books I wanted to read that I made in March that I've only just started to really just finished. <laughs> so I just need to make a new list yeah. of what's, what's oh, yeah, and the I'm order gonna, of... I'm going to start getting involved on this list. Yeah, do you, you, yeah. Wanna, you can help dictate the order of what you want me to read if you... <laughs> Because there's all these things you're like, oh, I've heard good things about it. I haven't read it yet. And I'm like, no. I've got so many. Yeah, I know. Like Legendborn, Children of Blood and Bone. I started Legendborn as an audio. I stopped it after about an hour. I do intend on coming back to it. I think I just wasn't vibing on it at the time. Okay. And then obviously I've got all Serenade Mass books, which you were pushing for me to read. Yeah, although I've not read the third one. Yeah, well, I'll probably outpace you. Because you know I'm like that. Once I get into a series, you should read Night Circus because I want to read it. <laughs> exactly. There's there's um the Nevernight books I want to read there. Oh my god! Can I borrow the From Blood and Ash off you? Yeah. And hold on to them for like months until yeah. I actually get around to. Do you can you can borrow all three if you want. Thank they're, you. they're chunky boys, so get them off the shelf. Tony's mum lent me a book, and I I was like disclaimer. I may not get round to this, yeah, but you might not get it months. <laughs> I have a big pile of borrowed books that I constantly yeah. not pick up. <laughs> oh, it um, makes me sad. So back to indie books. Sorry, guys. I was like, this could be a short episode, but <laughs> Stephanie Rose also has another book coming out, and I mm. think it's coming out in November. I feel like it's the fifteenth or something like that. Okay. This is a book that I beta read. And love. Do you remember I mentioned that I wasn't sure if I was allowed to talk about it, but I read a book and I was struggling with the feedback because I just loved it. And oh I was like, yeah, and you I were can't like, I just can't send just feedback say saying I love it. Like yeah, flawless. Um, no, <laughs> I now have the art no, no, as well. <laughs> Apologies, I've not got back to you, Stephanie, about any of your books. I just really get into your books, and no. also. So this one's called Wildcard. Yeah. Stephanie, the reason I've not got back to you yet is because, remember I told you, as if she's listening to it, remember I told you that I really want to draw the characters. That's why I've not got back to you. (laughs) I've been drawing the characters instead of giving you feedback. And I'm so sorry. I'll send you the characters when I've drawn them. Do you know that reminds me of? Totally, like, tangent of it. That reminds me of, you know in New Girl... Yeah. Have you seen New Girl? Obviously. Like, right to the end. <laughs> yeah. You know when Mick writes a book and <laughs> he starts of the Pepperwood Chronicles yeah. he gives it to everyone and everyone's like, no notes. Yeah. No notes. And he's, he's like, like, I don't no understand. Notes. He's like, no notes. And they're like, no notes. And he's like, what do I do with no notes? I need criticism. That's what that feels yeah. like. He's saying, like, I've got nothing. I, I literally like, was flawless. like, typed out, I loved it. And I was like, I can't just send that. She'll think I've not actually read it or I've skimmed it or something. Yeah. Um, that's where I'm like, no notes. But the characters in it. So wild card. Yeah. I can, I've... I've completed it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my second read free. Yeah, love it. So I think it comes out on the 15th of November. I've got that in my head. I feel like she said that might be the date. Might not. I don't know. I could be making shit up. Just, just follow Stephanie Rose and read all her books, please. So it's about, it's going to be a, it's a novella. And I think it's going to be like a four or five book series. She goes in it. On yeah. Her series. Like she is confident about her stories and you can tell it when you read them. 
like the her writing style i really love yeah kind of like how i was saying about daniella yeah like the writing style was just really i'm finding some amazing indie authors that their writing style i prefer to some of like books that i read that you know, i think to be honest like indie books are just they're listening to what people want to read more than the big publishing houses are and they're more passion projects as yeah. well and you can tell they you know they're not under strict you've got to write this many books or whatever there's they not just... some editor saying like you can't have this you can't do that there's not someone saying like well our market research says this change it like yeah so it's about a guy who and he's like in a kind of medieval type of world yeah and his dad's the king and his mum died a few years ago at this time and then his dad says to him his dad's like been getting very ill and this guy's very aware that he is probably going to have to step up as king soon and he doesn't really want to he's very aware he's going to have to do that he has not picked a future wife yet and there's been women like in court for like seven years or something waiting for him to pick one and the women are giving up and just leaving like all of these eligible women there's a few left and his dad comes to him one night and he's just like whatever you do don't do this like myth or whatever and it's where you hold a candle in front of the mirror and you recite something and the the guy he's just like why would i do that dad don't be stupid and then his dad dies and he's like gonna be king yeah and he's really annoyed with his dad so he goes to do this thing because he finds this note he finds this notebook like a diary Mm. finds a diary in his dad's bedside table and in it it says don't do this yeah and it's a diary that kings for many many years have been writing in it's like goes back to his great granddad or something okay and it's supposed to be like tips for the next king kind of thing and he's like fuck it i'm gonna go do this mirror thing so he goes and does it and then he gets pulled into another world through the mirror okay he is in this world that is basically like it's called wild card and it is the suits of a playing deck cards okay so the world is in turmoil and the king in their world died and each there's four princesses Mm. and each of them claims they should be they were promised the queen role when the dads died so there's been like a years long war between the four of them and they've all taken a section like a segment of the world and like so okay one of the princesses is like in this section where these I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to get this the right way around. Where the plant that grows is called spades. So she's like... All right, Almost okay. like a queen of spades. Okay, okay, okay. And it's like that kind of vibe. Okay, I like that. And they all have very, very distinct descriptions, which is why I want to draw them all. <laughs> this guy falls in and he meets this jester. Yeah. For, and the jester's like, oh, can't I take you under my wing? And he's often referred to as the wild card because he gets along with everyone. And he gets sent by the sorcerers that have been running the kingdom in lieu of the queen. Yeah. Um, He gets sent to go to each princess and say, come back to the kingdom, we need to sort this out. One of you has to be queen. Okay. And that's kind of... It's a novella. And that's kind of it. There's actually really, really good twists in it. It's really descriptive. Feels very... um... It's kind of like... um, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland vibes. And it's so good. So... If I remember correctly, she wrote it for a like a little writing competition. Okay. She had to write like a novella of so many words, and then she's decided to develop it, and it's going to be a full-on series. Oh, nice. And when it ended, I was like, um, 
excuse me. Uh, More please. I wasn't ready for this to finish. More please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So both of them, I think, are coming out in November. Okay. I feel bad that I can't remember what the second Carnivorous Cupid is called. But go to her TikTok. So we've got some December releases. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> so on the 1st of December, uh, Melissa Rorick. Um, <laughs> We're doing our best. Uh, has a book coming out called Lady of Shadows. It's the second book in the Lady of Darkness series. Like that. So it says blurb coming soon, which is fine because I don't want to read about the second book. So the first book is called Lady of Darkness. Wait, hang on. Yeah, Lady of Shadows is the second one. First one's called Lady of Darkness. Yep. Um, a fantasy adventure novel. So she's been shoved into a cage for refusing to stop seeking revenge for the death of her sister. Yep. Sent to a noble's household, Scarlet... Why can't you have an easy name? <laughs> Scarlet surname. Finds, done this purpose. <laughs> finds herself locked away and forgotten by those who raised her until she's ready to fall in line. Something she's never willing to do until she's offered a different choice. The chance of revenge against the fire prince who brutally killed her mother ten years ago. Oh, yeah. Yes. So these covers are very um, lady silhouette against, like, spooky backdrops so the first one has a lady silhouette in a cape against like some gates like mansion gates or something mansion gates is always my go-to isn't mm-hmm. it and the second one has the lady silhouette she's walking away from the cover with a black dress and she's got a pile of skulls next to her like so yeah the second one comes out on the first of december first one's out now the next one comes out on the first of december as well i actually pre-ordered this i thought it sounded cool at the time but I'm reading it now, and I think I read a different synopsis. Because looking at this, I'm like, why would I pre-order this? But I remember I really, really thought yeah. it sounded cool. So there must be a few synopses out there. It's called Roaring Into the Sunset. It's by Samuel J. White. And it says, In the split second before they feel the impact of their possible impending doom, the lives of the adrenaline junkie couple, Dave and Sarah, flash before their eyes. But after all their struggles... Will their lives end this way or can they stop it? A twisting, warming, humorous, yet heart-wrenching coming-of-age tale. Oh, I remember it's set in the backdrop of the 80s and I was like, yeah, I want to read that. <laughs> no, I, I, I would buy it just from that description, yeah, actually. Yeah. That's the kind of thing I would, like, enjoy. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's probably on the theme with my recent reads, to be honest. I probably heard about it when I was like, I really want to read depressing books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it, I think it flicks between the two of them as they talk about it. And it shows uh, a man and woman like sitting on a motorbike with a sunset in the background. Nice. Which looks nice, yeah. And that's by, oh, I did say Samuel J. White. That sounds pretty cool. It sounds pretty depressing. We sounds like that. Right up our yeah, <laughs> we like that. This next one comes out on the 7th of December. And this one is the same sort of depressing vibe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's called The Pen Pal and it's by Storm Young. How cool your is that? Your name is amazing. I love it. I hope that's like also your real name. Like, yeah. Or if you change it to that, that good job, amazing. pal. Yeah, we you like did a that. good job. <laughs> this one is a mystery book. Mm-hmm. It's called A West Virginia Mystery. The Pen Pal follows the story of Shiloh Ray, who is a military wife, new mother, and college student. Shiloh also suffers from postpartum depression and overall loneliness from living in rural Alaska far away from any friends or family. Shiloh then breaks out of her comfort zone and signs up for a pen pal. Weeks pass and she is matched with Penelope Young, 
this is where our whole life will change. Shiloh and Penelope become best of friends and write letters every week until one day the letters just stop. Penelope has vanished. I'm not going to read anymore because that sounds cool. And oh, I, um, like I remember on TikTok when I found out about it, Storm Young was saying it delves into like postpartum depression and stuff, which there's just not enough of that. Or maybe no. I don't find enough of it. I don't, I don't think there's much fiction on it. There's no. more conversations going on yeah. about it, but not much actual fiction. And like if there is fiction about it that's what the fiction is but i i want to see that in the mix of something else so in a, in a mystery yeah. or in a fantasy or whatever it's like, just part of reality like it is mm. basically yeah so there is obviously content warnings for this a suicidal mm. discussion and mental illness etc um yeah right on the theme really of what cool, i've been yeah. reading lately <laughs> so this has got like an like a color palette that's like a bit drained you know mm. like stripped back and it shows the silhouette of a woman looking out into like uh, the wilderness basically and it's like greys and blues and stuff it just looks really cool oh i like that really minimal i think it it looks depressive like it looks like the visual representation of someone dealing with loneliness love it yeah definitely like the, the especially the blues and the greens yeah. and like the greys yeah yeah definitely Okay, so next one, coming out on the 7th of December as well. It's called She Rises by Caitlin Denman. This is a second book. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was just thinking I recognise that author's name. Um, I've looked at the first book, so that'd be why I recognise mm. the author's name. And obviously I've put her on this list. <laughs> yeah, so it's the second book, so I won't read about the second book. So the first book is called She Awakens, so they've both got really good names. Yep. So in this young adult page turner, Atina finds herself in an unlikely <laughs> finds herself in an unlikely predicament when it's uncovered the normal human existence she thought she lived is turned upside down. Find unlikely predicament. When it's uncovered, there should be a comma there, I think. Mm -hmm. Finding out she's half Fae, that Yay. only confounds her, but in a time when the brutal Fae run the world, she is suddenly tasked with bringing the Fae and humans together. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, I love it. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, obviously, I'm a Sold. basic bitch for fantasy, but Fae, vampires, werewolves, yeah. love it. Especially <laughs> I will the never whole, get tired of it. As we mentioned earlier, the whole finding out you're not really who you thought you were all that time. I love it. <laughs> The covers look uh, really, really good. They've got like, they've got the young adult vibe that you see on fantasy covers at the moment. So, yeah. the first book is like navy, and it says she awakens in the middle with some fancy script, and then it's got a dagger in the background, and it's got um, autumnal leaves on the side. So it's just, it's just an entire vibe. The cover. Oh yeah, like I really love the style of covers that are coming out these just days. So good. And then the second one, which is the one coming out on the seventh of December, mm. is the same kind of vibe. It's like a grey background, and then it's got a snake on it, and a dagger, and again some autumnal leaves, and it's just like these would oh, they, look yeah. fabulous. They are as I mean, physical they would, copies. Yeah, they, they would, would go with a lot go of with your got, books. Yeah. I'm just deciding, I don't know if this is true, I'm deciding it's a trilogy, so it would go perfectly with all of your trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a young adult fantasy, it's surely going to be a trilogy, right? I mean... Is she going to buck the trend? Oh, is she going to be a duology? Is she going to be one of them? I do enjoy, I have mentioned before, I do enjoy We do a enjoy a duology. Mm. 
We shall see. We enjoy it when there's three. Let us know, please, Caitlin. When there's three, when there's two, when there's five. Uh, when there's seven. <laughs> there's not many fours, though. Why is that? Mm. Where are the fours? I think if you get to four, you might as well just do it as two separate yeah, trilogies. Well as as two yeah. separate trilogies. <laughs> Four, six, like, like what does it matter? Like Sarah J. Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it, I'll just do a set of trilogies. So there's this one by, and they've got a fabulous uh, author name, Ambrosia R. Harris. Oh, I like that. Have you seen Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the Netflix yes. one? You know the witch, I can't remember her name, she's got like, the shaved head. Yes. Yeah. Um, can't remember it, no. It's gone. This author on TikTok uses that character on her profile picture. Okay. And she actually looks quite like her in real life as well. So oh, okay. Props for that. When I first found this book, it had a January release date. But I looked at it today, just on a whim. Yeah. And it's changed to 15th of December. So I'm really glad I looked at it this You've morning. You've got that. <laughs> um, so this is The Taking of Persephone series and okay. the book's called core with a k mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we do love well as we said it's all about the retellings recently yep. who was persephone before she was the queen of the underworld she was merely a child named core core the goddess of spring there's a bit of a typo on this and daughter to <laughs> demeter or De- De- demeter or demeter i can never remember how to pronounce it correctly no i don't know has kept few secrets from her mother, one being the true extent of her divinity and the other being her few chance meetings with the King of the Dead. Ooh. Not going to read anymore. But there we go. And the cover is... Oh, so it's white. It kind of looks like a Japanese cover. Okay. But it's got like Japanese cover vibes from the translated books I've seen. So it's a white background and then it's got lavender i believe splayed across it and then a pomegranate sitting on it okay yeah yeah yeah. but yeah this looks good oh yeah it does look very like even the font type looks like reminds me of a japanese novel yeah so it's called the taking of persephone series so there's obviously gonna be be a series and i'm here for it and yeah god we need you need to stop with the series all right i need some standalones please why is no one out here with some fantasy standalones no space no money (laughs) (laughs) no time (laughs) just stop i can't even pronounce names i I can't get invested in like five book series (laughs) like i don't have the time the space the money like come on Just calm it down. Just, just calm down with your <laughs> talent and enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Especially you, you people out there that have like got them, you know, coming out next year, coming out twenty twenty three, coming out twenty twenty nine. Stop it with your just, series. Just stop. Because then I have to read them. Because I'm not in this for like five years, but I will be. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, at the minute, it says it's coming out on the twenty third of December, which would be a really good Christmas. Book to pick up. Although it's not mm. that Santa book with the the half naked Santa man, that would be a really good twenty. You should have had Santa. that come out. Yeah. In I'm just saying. <laughs> if it's on Prime, though, you have to get it for Christmas. Yeah, like on the twenty third. This might be really good to pick up and then read over Christmas if you've got if you're one of those people that has time off over Christmas. Also, this one is a fantasy, judging by the image. Yeah, it's a standalone. Yay! Well done! <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> it's not, well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's paranormal. That counts as fantasy, doesn't it? So Elizabeth Brown. Yep. Don't know what they identify as, but 
Good author. Good person. <laughs> so this is called Weaving Fate. When four-year-old Calypso summons three demon princes out of hell using birthday invitations she made, no one knows what to do with the powerful little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this. <laughs> Especially because she certainly isn't afraid of men standing in her kitchen. <laughs> and even wants them to attend her party despite her mother's hesitance. But Callie has been lied to her entire life. Oh, uh, yeah. Her parents told her the three demons were just figments of her imagination. They told her to stop talking about them. Told her that any time she thought she saw them, she was tired, overworked, upset. After all, she's the first weaver in 500 years. There's a bit of pressure and not a lot of guidance. 20 years later and Callie's parents are dead. Tends to happen in yep. these books. Sorry. You know, RIP. It's the eve of her... <laughs> It's the eve of her 25th birthday, the day her magic truly comes in. And those three demons she thought were just imaginary friends, well, they've come to claim what's theirs. I love it. It's a reverse harem. Is it? Yes! Oh my god! (laughs) Ah, so many ticks. Well done. (laughs) And it's a standalone. Perfect for Christmas Day reading. Love it. It's just been kind of like, what are you reading? Don't worry. <coughs> Not just reading this. about demons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's uh, usually I don't read much of the synopsis, but yeah. I'm going to read this little bit because it explains the princes. Synopsis. Okay. So there's Finn, the alpha of the three princes. He's tall, dark, and deadly, and has no problem ensuring Calypso's safety. And there's Gunnar, the flirtatious playboy. He has a bit of a filter issue and just says whatever dirty thing comes to his mind. <laughs> Finally, there's Killian, the silent killer who lurks in the shadows. At least he's silent when he isn't around Callie. Oh, that does sound really good, actually. So the cover is really, really... What's the word I'm looking for? Minimal. Okay. Which I like. So it's like got a white marble background, and then it's got two ribbons, a gold ribbon and a black ribbon, just interweaving. Weaving fate. Weaving oh. ribbons. Just saying. Oh, that's very nice. So, I like the glowy white text mm, as well. Like, I will be yeah. pre-ordering this. Yeah, I, I feel like that one's like quite likely. You ticked a whole <laughs> bunch of things there. So Do that's, your job. That's November and November. November and November. <laughs> November, November, and November, November releases. If any more come up for December, nearer the end of November, I might do another one. We'll see. But if not, this will be our last indie author releases for 2021. Well done, everyone. I wonder if it's, like, something to do with the era of the time that everyone's, like, doing these stories that are, like... Like, you've been lied to your whole life. Hey, life doesn't have... It's, like, there's a really exciting, real, like, life for you. I wonder if that's, like, on a theme of everyone just being, like, life is just naff. Like, I'd really like someone to come along and tell me that I am, like, a fairy princess. Yeah, like, I don't want to say it's all thanks to one person. But a lot of these people are probably, I'm going to guess, around our sort of age. Yeah. Me and you are nowhere near the same age. But I'm going to put us in the same age. We're the same. We're We're millennials. Yeah. We all grew up waiting for a Hogwarts letter. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. And it never bloody arrived. Yeah. And now we're... And now life is just so... (sighs) 2020 part two. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm wondering if that's like the escapist fiction. Like why that's becoming like a thing. Yeah. Let us know. Like fantasy's taking off so much, but especially this type of fantasy of like, you've been your whole life as a lie. Here's like Mm. a really exciting truth about who you are, and they'll take you away from this. (laughs) And I I do feel like um, 
social media, TikTok especially, I think is just, it's it's given so much room for women to write these stories that they've perhaps always kind of thought about in their head and yeah. now they can actually have other people read them. Because yeah. YA fantasy is generally dominated by women yes. in terms of publishing, but adult fantasy is generally dominated by men in terms of what publishers want. In, especially as what they'll what are venerated and taken seriously mm. you know what i mean they're probably like there are authors that do just as well as someone like neil gaiman but i mean he's not necessarily fantasy he's kind of a crossover one yeah he's he like does, magical realism yeah but he's the again he's one of those and he's one of the older fantasy writers mm. again that does gets a lot more respect and is like a pseudo celebrity yeah so, like, Sarah J Mash, she's always mm. lumped into YA, and we've discussed this a yeah. few times, and I think it's just because it's a female author. Yeah. Otherwise, she would be an adult where she should be. You know, and, like... Or new adult, if they actually less likely pulled to make their socks these, up. These lists as well of, mm. like, best author lists and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But if you go by what actually is sold, yeah. I reckon the romance and fantasy novels like romance is a genre as well because it's preferred by women as an audience yeah. doesn't get taken as seriously because yeah, we all need a bit of escape but they're the ones from that are lives. getting bought though like yeah. they're the ones that are actually getting bought and read yeah so i don't so i like that tiktok's handed the power a bit back yeah to the authors yeah. and to the, to the readers as well definitely because like this is the market responding to what people want to read yeah yeah rather than you know, yeah, like I said, like some corporate office that's done some research about trends. Yeah, and who are they asking? Yeah. Right. Who are they polling? Yeah. Because it, it's statistically, because I, obviously we do both do a bit of marketing, mm. but like the people that respond to these opinion polls are typically 40, 50 plus. Mm-hmm. Usually 50 to 70 age range. Yeah. They're the ones responding to these polls, <clears throat> not people our age. No. And younger. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'd never trust this market research so much. Because I'm always like, who are you asking? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Anyway. Lovely. Right. Speak Good to you job, soon. Guys. Bye, Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Check out the link tree in our Instagram bio for our blogs, TikToks and our own Instagrams.